Mike Salerno. What are you looking at, butthead? Dennis Huff. You ever been in a cockpit before? BS in the morning. That's right. $200 and you boys drank $300 worth of beer. Strap the f*** in. That was Dennis. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I had meatloaf. Today's Tuesday already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's pretty it cool. makes me a happy huff. 876-3692 if you want to be a uh, part of the show. I want you to be. Wow. What happened? Nothing. Uh-oh. I'm not going to say anything. All right. Modulate it a little bit? Yeah. yeah. That's all right. You know. That's fine. How you doing, man? Oh, man. I'm uh, running a little late. I mean, I'm here on time, but I was usually I'm a little early. And you got a little foot coffee there? Yeah, I got some foot coffee oh. ready to go, man. Right. I, uh, I got good I coffee it, in the back. I got to let it cool off. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. We got the good stuff in the back, man. Yeah, Dennis brings his own coffee in, which is pretty cool. Well, I had to buy a, I had to buy a Keurig he, he for bought me a, and Greg. He bought a whole, yeah, a whole <laughs> coffee filtration system or whatever. I can't, I can't risk coming in here and something not working. Nah, I got to have my coffee. Yeah. Or else we'll just be broadcasting live from some gas station. I don't really need coffee, but I drink it. I've gotten myself to where I, I don't need it, but I crave it. It, yeah, a weird thing. I'm like that in the morning now, yeah. which I didn't used to be like that. At I all. like that about you. It's though. weird though. On my days off, I don't drink coffee ever. No, like it never even comes up. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, but on your days off, you don't have to get up at four in the morning and come deal. No, with No, my days off, I lay on my couch until it forms the shape of my body, and then I come back to lay work. On the couch until it's Monday. Yeah, that's exactly what I, I like. That. I actually have a pool now. I can sit in. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's cool because it's like perfect. See, like when chicks come over, they're like, oh, it's a pool and they go underwater. Like me, I just sit there and I can put my arms up on the side because yeah. I'm kind of like not tall, but like halfway in between. And it's it's perfect. My yeah. arms are so long, too. That, Greg know. the giant. Yeah. Well, I have like my wingspan. I think I think we were going to measure it. Do we have a tape measure? No. Oh, because I, I think it's like a seven foot person's wingspan. My knuckles drag on the ground. Mm, that's weird. Yeah, it's weird. There's a lot of things. That drag on the, yeah. uh, that, that hang down lower than you thought that's they were going to? That's what I hear. Hey, uh, what are we giving away today, man? Hey, we got Joe Rogan tickets. Nice. Um, he's going to be over at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. That's a big place that on July 1st, place. man. Right. Or that uh, Atomic Saloon show at the Venetian. That uh, sounds like it's pretty uh, wacky. Cool, man. And then the uh, Las Vegas Aces play in Chicago tonight. I got tickets for that. Do you really? Yeah, we do. Oh, I thought you meant you were going. No, I meant like we have those. I was going to say, because we'll beat them in two yeah. on two. <laughs> they know. Easily. Yeah, they know. Easily. All right, we got Solar News coming up. And uh, I'll tell you what, dude, it's going to be a good show. I'll I tell you why it. later. Okay. BS in the morning. BS in the morning. By the time you die from a potato enema, it's going to be French fries. <laughs> Comp 92.3, the rock station. It's the Salernos. Man, I love this universe, and it's my favorite show of all time is Breaking Bad. And probably oh, my, my second is probably Better Call Saul. Or third. <laughs> Sopranos kinda, is in there somewhere. but Sopranos you know. used to be my first until yeah, Breaking well, the, Bad showed up. Yeah, Sopranos, the ending just ruined it for me, so it kind of knocks it down a couple points. Still a little me. upset about that. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Well, Bob Odenkirk now is saying. Well, first of all, I hate reading these things because I don't like to know what's coming on, you know, in the in the new shows. Yeah, but there's no. Well, yeah, we still got like three or four uh, weeks. Yeah, there's a three or four weeks. There'll be the second season. Second I guess half of the last season. Yeah, I guess I don't know what to call it. Season seven, season Pain six, whatever the hell it is now. So, but basically, Bob Odenkirk saying that the role that um, you know Walter White and Jesse have in this show. Mm-hmm. Is not just once. Like I thought it was going to be a cameo. We just saw him. Yeah. You know, because people were saying they're in it. 
Well, now he's saying that they're in it more than once in the last few seasons, you know, shows. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that because I hope, like, it's not ready to be Breaking Bad yet. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Saul, well, Saul would have no time in between this well, and just meeting Walter White, and that makes no sense. And it said that the relationship is the same? Well, I don't know. Because if, they didn't hang before. That's what I mean. You know so I, mean? I don't know if, you know, hopefully it's not going to be like, you know that one scene in Breaking Bad where they have him out on his knees in the in the desert when they first meet him? Yeah. And they have masks on and stuff? I hope that that's not going to bring us up to that point because we're not ready for that right now. That's like not even, you know? Yeah. I like, don't know. I don't know. Because when he says, like, it was, uh, he says, it was Ignacio in Breaking Bad, yeah. and he's sitting there, I would think that, that was like, there was a gap in between when that happened when they met. Yeah, yeah. Not like three days ago, but right. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but I don't know. It's starting to worry me just a little bit. Yeah. The uh, That interest rate hike is actually already making a tiny bit of a shift here in Las Vegas. Home buyers are seeing that they can't afford what they thought they could as far as money-wise, Yeah. which should knock the prices down a little bit. Which makes me very well, happy. Well, don't get too happy. It's not going to drop. Very happy. It's going to go to like I don't know, fifty bucks. I think here will be an average house. You think? Yeah. That's no, but okay. hey, even if it only goes down at hundred grand, still better than uh, because you got to think like two hundred. Like let's say a house is five hundred grand. Yeah. Almost one hundred and seventy-five grand of that's from the last couple of years. So I mean, these aren't real prices, right? Of course. So yeah, for it's it to come down, so for it to drop a couple hundred grand wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna though. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, before like in, I mean, it's not gonna do like it did in 07. No, I'm not saying that. But even, if it just goes back close, to two years though. ago, it'll be down to three something. Yeah, but it's, I'm still not gonna go back to two years ago. It'll go down. It's definitely yeah. gonna go down. But I mean, back then, you know, they were also loaning people who make. Thirty thousand dollars a yeah, year, five hundred thousand dollars. People had like houses in the hills in Red Rock that right. didn't, you know, they made ten bucks an hour. So, all right, we'll see what happens. But hopefully, uh, you know, but don't I, go down. Yeah. Keep waiting. Yeah, it's yeah. not time yet. Yeah, I don't you'll, know. you'll get there. Yeah, yeah. no, I want one now. I want one right now. <laughs> uh, two Florida deputies have been suspended for two weeks for leaking news about comedian Bob Saget's death before the family was alerted. Yeah. Now, this seems to happen a lot now. I know, like, I know. Kobe's wife was suing, and uh, I don't know, man. I've, again, I've, I've, we've talked about this before. I see both sides of this. I think it is, privacy is important, right. but I feel like if you choose a job like that where you're, you know, a public figure, man, you can't expect people to keep it quiet and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but I think some of these people that are handling these investigators and, and uh, authorities and stuff, I mean, I think they, they're held to, they should be held to a higher standard. Are they? I think they should be. No, I'm saying are they, though? Like, legally, are they held to a higher standard? Well, they're getting released from their job. Like, so. for, for instance, if you go somewhere and you sign an NDA, obviously you can't talk about stuff that happens at work, you know? Right. But if you're just a, a cop or a fireman, do you have to, like, take an oath that you won't say anything? I mean... I, I don't know You can't go there, home and be uh, like, hey, honey, you won't believe what happened at work today. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know? I'm sure that happens all the time, but maybe not, you know, texting it to all your friends. I'm not going to lie, man. If I, like, I was know. involved in a, in, a in, in something that happened there was a famous person, I'd probably talk about it on air the next yeah. day. I mean, what are they, you know? Well, right, but is you, that against the but rules? You're some I mean, dumb radio DJ in Las Vegas. You're not like a police officer or an investigator or a coroner. You know what I mean? Like one of those people. That I don't think they should be saying anything about anything until they're allowed to say something. Yeah, fair enough. But that's my opinion. I don't know what the rules. Would are. you sell stuff that you like? Let's say you were. Uh, <laughs> let's say it was legal, right? And something happens to like a very famous person, and you're on the scene, and you take some pictures. Would you sell yeah. the pictures? Yeah, if it's legal. Yeah, and I don't have anything to do with the. The incident? Yeah, why not? Okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't the only dick. Because I would too. <laughs> BS in the morning. BS in the morning. And then she's going to eat it out of me, and I'm going to have to worry about if she gets Ebola or something. Comp 92.3, the rock station.
Vegas in the morning. Vegas born. First of all, I want to give a shout out. I kept meaning to do this. Uh, well, a shout out. Shout out to Nellie out there in Gainesville, Georgia. She's a huge fan of the show. Oh. And uh, I kept meaning to shout her out and I forgot. So there you go. Shout it out, Nellie. Nellie is our uh, my most favorite new listener. So a girl in Indiana named Nellie. Nellie. Nelly Riffle or something like Furtado. that. Furtado? No. Remember Nelly had the Band-Aid on his face? That guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forget what song oh, he's Nelly Olson yeah, from yeah. the, uh, what was that, the uh, Little House on the Prairie. Oh, dude. Remember Nelly's. Remember when that one girl went blind on Little House on the Prairie? Yeah. Dude, that was so much drama when I was a little kid. I was like, no! <laughs> She's like, father? She's like, I can't see in front of her at all. I used to think she was so hot, too. Then she went blind, and I was like, damn it! <laughs> They did a, a bit about that on Family Guy. Oh, they did? Or the dad, she was going to climb up in the loft to yeah. go to bed, you know, and he yeah. moved the ladder. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow. Dude, remember that guy? What was his name? Uh, London, uh, Michael Lund- Landon? Michael Landon. Michael yeah. Landon. Oh, he was in everything at one point. Yeah. He had that show with the, where he was an angel. Yeah. Touched by an angel. <laughs> is that what it was called? I believe so. I don't think that's the same show. Pretty sure. Eh, maybe it is. I don't know. Speaking of shows, have you seen The Offer? The Offer. No. I kept hearing about it. People were like the offer, the offer. Oh, somebody was telling me about that. Well, the other so day. I looked it up on uh, you know those sites like Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. Yeah, and it got pretty eh, mediocre reviews, you know. So I was like, eh. And then I was over at Father's Day, and my my family was telling me they're like, no, no, it's about the Godfather, how the Godfather got made, and it's really cool. And you got to watch yeah. it. So I started watching it yesterday, and it's it starts off okay. First of all, it's like I don't know. how... When movies have, like, I never liked The Godfather anyway, so I don't know if I would like it. You didn't like The Godfather. I hope uh, you're being sarcastic. It's, it insists on itself. No, I just I didn't like it. I couldn't sit through one of them. You didn't like I'm the so movie. So slow and so boring. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. So, anyways, that's fine. This movie, The Offer, they um, we have Godfather music, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he okay. So it's about how they, the movie's made. Now, uh, casting to me is a big deal. Yeah. You know, like. If it's supposed to be, uh, I don't know, Muhammad Ali and Steve Martin's playing him, I'm like, what the hell is it? You know, it's got to be look like the person. Right. I can't stand it. So they have <laughs> this guy playing <laughs> Joe Colombo. Do you know who Joe Colombo is? No. Well, he's an old mafia dude. There he wound go. up. Joe Colombo famously was shot in front of a bunch of people on, a, uh, on stage. You ever see The Irishman? I haven't seen that either. Oh, damn, dude. Anyways, Joe Gallo supposedly had him killed. Anyways, all this crap. The guy looked like a mob guy, like a kind of heavy set mob dude with a comb over type thing. Yeah. They got this guy. <laughs> He's the medic from Saving Private Ryan. You know that little skinny guy? Yeah. And the guy that was also in Boiler Room? Yeah, yeah. He plays Joe uh-huh. It's just so weird, yeah. you know, at first. And there's a couple other castings, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, Frank Sinatra looks like, uh, I don't know, just some dude. Like, it's just so weird. Yeah. But anyways, uh-huh. it grows on you. So I, I, you know, the first episode, you gotta kind of like I think my dad said, you check your brain at the door kind of thing. Uh-huh. Then it becomes kind of funny because it doesn't take itself very seriously. It's kind of a comedy slash drama thing. Uh-huh. And it's about how The Godfather was supposedly made, and I don't think a lot of people realize how like the mob, how how involved the mob was in the movie being made. Yeah. Because in the beginning, Frank Sinatra was super pissed because there's a guy named Donnie Fantane in the movie, Johnny Fantane, whatever his name is. And in the beginning, he's crying to the Godfather, and he smacks him, act like a man! You know that yeah. scene? Well, that's supposed to be Frank Sinatra. Okay. So Frank Sinatra that's was it. all pissed that this was getting made, so uh, he was like, you know, had like warning shots at people, and they broke some guy's windows out, because they were like, don't make this movie. <laughs> and then they had him like, he had to, the producer of The Godfather had to have a sit-down with Joe Colombo to let him look at the script. <laughs> 
to like take certain Seriously? things out of the movie. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting when you I watch it. I want you it. to paint me in a bad way. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. He goes, you, you got to take the word. Now, if you realize, if you notice in the movie, the word mafia is not used. Oh, yeah. So there's a part, and then he goes, just take my family. He goes, he goes, take, yeah, it's like, you know, like our thing. It's La Costa yeah. Nostra. It's our thing. So he says to the guy, take mafia out of the script. So the guy takes mafia out of the script. He's like, all right, good. You can make this your movie. Probably a smart move. Yeah, well, it actually, I think it adds to the uh, to the movie too. Yeah, to the you know the actual mo- movie right. that they don't say that because it's like you know outsiders say that, sure. not the mob. Yeah, I get it. So, anyways, uh, uh-huh. it's pretty cool if you want to check it out, and it grows on you as the season goes on. But you you got it like in the beginning, you kind of be like, oh, okay. And there are some things in it where you know it's not true. Yeah, you know, it's like I know the producer didn't get a knockout, drag out, you know, brawl with Al Capone, or like you know, it's like uh, yeah. I mean, that's not in it, but like stuff like that, where you're like, oh, yeah. okay, I know that didn't. I've well, seen the scene where the guy gets the gun out of the bathroom. Yes. And comes back in the restaurant and See, blasts that's, those dudes. That's really interesting because... Um, but I've seen it on YouTube. You mean the offer version or the original version? No, the regular version? one. Okay, yeah. So the original version, that's actually kind of interesting because in the original version, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, who's actually uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Nick Cage's uncle, yeah. of all things, but right. he, he was making the movie, and in the movie, there's a scene where Michael Corleone becomes like a mob guy by killing these two guys who mess with his dad. Yeah. Now he goes into the bathroom to get the gun, and Francis Ford Coppola purposely put it in the wrong place so that when he's in the movie, it looks real. Uh, he's kind of panicked for a minute, like, where is it? Yeah. You know? And then he finds it. Yeah. That scene was planned by Francis Ford Coppola to look that way because he, you know, he wanted him to have to be searching for the gun. Uh, and stuff. So there's a lot of cool stuff like that in it and the Easter eggs and whatever. So, uh, so yeah, man, if you want to check it out, it's called right. The Offer. It's on uh, Amazon Prime and Paramount hey. Plus, I believe. Sweet. And uh, shout out to Nelly. Hey, bada bing. BS in the morning. BS in the morning. I'm daddy in the bedroom all day for all my girls. <laughs> they love it. Comp 92.3, the rock station. What's up? It's John Leguizamo, and you're listening to BS in the morning. What's up? About an hour from now, going to have... Uh, Legendary comedian Stephen Wright. Yeah. Live on the show. That's going to be cool. Yeah, he's going to be coming to Vegas here soon, so uh, we'll be talking to him. It's going to be kind of cool, man. What is, like, some of the, let's see, earliest comedians you remember? Like, I remember Stephen Wright, George Carlin, um, Richard Pryor. There's a bunch of other ones that you don't hear about anymore, though. I mean, like like, like the, the good old days, as they might say, you know, like, yeah, like Louis Anderson, maybe. Louis Anderson, yeah, I um, guess back then. You said Richard Pryor, I think. Yeah, there was. Um, they were like less famous guys, too, though, that were pretty popular that you don't hear about anymore. Like, uh, man, I'm trying to think of their names, but I guess that's the remember, reason why uh, I don't remember. I remember Red Fox used to make me laugh quite a bit, man. Yeah, um, well, that show was pretty funny, too. Well, yeah, but his stand-up <laughs> stuff was really good, too. Yeah. It was like it's funny to see Fred Sanford, like, cussing on stage. I know. Something. Well, he was one of, like, the first really yeah. raunchy uh, yeah. guys like that. So. He's a Vegas dude, man. He yeah. Lived, uh, you're in Vegas for a long time. Yeah, so... Um, um, I'm trying to think of somebody else. Dang it, man. He's uh, June 25th. Sorry, I was trying to look for this. June 25th, he'll be at the Orleans Hotel and Casino. That's where Steve awesome. Wright's going to be at, so... Yeah, you know, last time I went and saw him, it was pretty funny. I think I asked it about, I asked him about it too, because he, and he remembered. But he had, so he's on stage. I think we were at the Mirage at the time or something. Yeah. And I mean, there's tons of people in there, probably a thousand people in there at least, you know. And he's got like this table set up where they put water out for a comic. Sure. Well, he had like a water on there, and then another water, and another. There was like twenty waters. 
And he kept like sipping each individual water one time and like walking around, right? Yeah. And like nobody was saying anything or laughing. Uh-huh. I just kept laughing. Like I knew it was some kind of bit he was doing. And I asked him about it. And he was like, yeah, I just, it was just, a, I was bored. So I was right. just doing, you know, it was like a, it was like a side a, bit. Yeah. It was like, like a side a, bit he didn't yeah. talk about. <laughs> I remember Norm used to have this thing where he would have, he had a cigarette in his hand and he would pretend to light it every couple of seconds yeah. or every couple of minutes. Yeah, I get mean. ready to, but yeah, then not. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then not light it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I guess he just was entertaining himself a little bit. Right. But we got Stephen Wright coming up in about an hour and we got Stoof with Hoof coming hey. up next. BS in the morning. BS in the morning. If there's some guy on 4chan watching me masturbate, that's fine with me. Comp 92.3, the rock station. If it's music news you want, Dennis is our savant. It's stuff with Huff. So, Greg, I like running across stuff that I, I wasn't really aware of as far as, like, you know, rock and roll music and that kind of stuff goes, yeah. man. I like to learn new things and, like, ah, how did I not know that? I like input, too. Yeah. Like, some of the stuff I knew, some I didn't on this particular story. Now, back in the late 80s, early 90s, Nirvana, brand new band, they released an album called Bleach, which was just crazy. Right. Sounding, whatever. Back in those days... um, Kirk Hammett from Metallica ran across that, and he was like, dude, that's amazing. I love it. So he ended up striking up a friendship with Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain was a pretty big Metallica fan. Okay. I didn't know that. So I didn't either. All right. So uh, they were pals, you know, whatever. So um, everybody's out doing their own thing. Metallica, this is like, now we're going up to like 92. Sure. Nevermind is out. It's one of the biggest records ever. Right. Flipped the entire music world on its ear. Uh, Kurt or uh, Kirk Hammett was like, yeah, dude, it's amazing. It's awesome. So he, so Metallica has just recently put out the Black Album. Guns N' Roses has put out the Use Your Illusion records. Some of the biggest records that have ever happened. Right. Right. So now Metallica and Guns N' Roses are touring together. They're going to put this tour together, which is going to be monstrous. Uh-huh. And uh, Kirk Hammett was like, well, we need to get Nirvana on this too. They're one of the biggest bands in the world, and they're not really a lot like us. We could probably have the biggest concert that's, that's ever happened that's weird because at, at the time i don't remember a lot of like i remember obviously after he passed away yeah it's kind of like he was elevated to a, a, a another you know sure another level yeah i don't remember at the time though people saying that album was that great i, I do really that just that killed the sunset stripped pretty much i mean i know it sold a lot and people like really bought it but i'm just saying like i don't know there's a couple songs in there i like and then there's a rest of a bunch of them i didn't at all right yeah yeah either way so uh kirk hamill is hitting up uh kurt cobain he's like dude you got to get on this tour with us man it's gonna be amazing he's like nah i don't really like what guns and roses stands for he's like i don't really (laughs) like what they're about right he's like what do you mean he's like i just i think they're all douchebags they're they're like the anti what i am guns and roses they're gross i don't want no i can't share a stage with that right Whatever. So anyway, Kirk was like, all right, well, whatever. Think about it. So uh, Axel apparently started calling Kurt Cobain personally, like constantly. Right. Hey, get on this tour. Get on this tour. He's like, I hate you. No, no. Get on this tour. It's fine. No, oh, it was you. Kurt Cobain that did yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I was confused. Yeah. He's like, no, you guys are gross. I don't want to be, I don't have anything <laughs> to do with you. No, thank you. Right. He's like, he's like, I'd tour with Metallica anywhere, yeah. any stage on the world. You aren't classy enough to watch me yeah. do heroin. So anyway, long story short, the, you know, Nirvana did not get on that tour. I didn't even know that they were supposed to, you know, trying to get them on that one. Yeah, so anyway, whatever, Faith No More ended up taking that third slot <laughs> back then, which they, you know, they had uh, the real thing come out. Yeah. Epic, whatever, uh-huh. you know, huge. That that video, by the way, that and uh, Black Hole Sun from Soundgarden, yeah. I think are the two videos I've seen the most in my entire life. Yeah. Right. Like, that's when Faith No More kind of blew up for a while. Yeah. And I mean, that's still one of my favorite records of all time. That's a good one. 
But that's neither here nor there. So they, Faith No More, didn't like Guns N' Roses either, but like, we like money. <laughs> Why do they hate Guns N' Roses so much? They just think... Because they destroyed rooms and Axel's were acting crazy and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they just he just they, I guess they just he Thanks rubbed people for the, the wrong F way. Award, yeah, man. man. So anyway, so there was this another part of the story was, um, which I didn't know happened, which is uh, hilarious. Mike Patton, the singer from Faith No More. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we didn't like Guns N' Roses either, but we're you know we wanted to go on a big tour and make sure. some, make some dough, or whatever. Even as the opening band back then, you're making some cash. And uh, he didn't like the way that Guns N' Roses was treating them in Faith No More, so he, I guess, personally whizzed all over their teleprompters and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Well, what do they do? I mean, I don't understand. Like, uh, well, I don't know. I've never been in you know close counters with those. I think it was just Axel mostly, and he's always yeah. been like kind of a diva, a from what I understand. Again. You know, I don't know the man personally. Didn't he jump in the crowd and punch a guy in the face? Lots then, of times. And then he got sued because some guy kicked his ass. Or they something. were like, no cameras. And there's a guy out there with a camera in the crowd taking yeah. a picture. Yeah. And he's like, get that guy. And security didn't get that guy. So he dove off the stage <laughs> and he got that guy and he fought him and took his camera and busted it up. <laughs> it's like, that's how things are going. You man. know what's but, funny, though? It's like the rest of these guys talk like that. And Axel actually did it. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. He's, he's like, what's in their music? It's like, <laughs> he's it's from, Axel. He's from Indiana. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it's like from Lafayette. Yeah. He probably got yeah. arrested on the way back from the rock quarries yeah. like I did. Yeah, so anyway, there was all kinds of drama going back in those camps. I didn't know that. That's crazy, man. That's man. funny, I man. That. But I remember hearing some stuff about new kids on the block, but oh. most of that was about, you know, okay. them having to have their stomach pumped and stuff. Oh. Remember those rumors? <laughs> no. Remember, no. You remember those urban myths? <laughs> there was remember. an urban myth that a girl was trying to do something with a hot dog, and then they got stuck, and they couldn't find it. And there was another one that the new kids on the block had to get their stomach pumped because I never heard there, that one. There was too much of uh, whatever that guy thinks that I, you know, yeah. remember John not 5150 yeah, sure, thinks yeah, he's yeah. in my stomach. Yeah, yeah I'm not calling you a liar. I'm just saying <laughs> I never heard it. BS in the morning. BS in the morning. I'm just gonna have to go these nuts. Comp 92.3, the rock station. Feel like gum on a shoe? Hang with us. We love you. It's BS in the morning. Hey, dude, you still trying to sell your car? Uh, for yeah. whatever reason, Greg has reasons for things that uh, make sense to Greg. It does make sense. It's time to get rid of it. Oh, okay. Had it for three years now, and, uh, you know, it's time to go. Ugh. Time to go. Three years? Yeah, I can't drive the same thing Ugh. for four years in a row, man. Oh. Just not how I roll. All right. Literally. So, yeah, I took it down to Semper Five Dave yesterday. Oh, Semper Five Dave. What's Semper up, Five dude? Semper Dave. And uh, they, uh, yeah, put this taillight in. I, you know, I didn't realize we had to buy a whole enclosure for this taillight, by the way. <laughs> like, I thought you was going to get a bulb fixed. Yeah. There's like, oh, you have to, I had to order the whole lens and the computer behind it and all this crap for the thing, but... Uh, well, was, the more expensive uh, car you drive, the more expensive it is to fix. Well, it. I'll tell you what, it was a lot <laughs> less expensive going to uh, Semperfy than it would have been going to BMW. They wanted well, like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So, anyways, it was great, man, and uh, all buttoned up and good to go. The car is ready to be sold. So, all right, anybody that wants it, you can buy it. Okay. I, uh, the problem is, I'm not going to have a car. How cool would it be to buy Greg Salerno's car? Though? I mean, you can just tell everybody. I'll even autograph the hood or something. Yeah. You know. Maybe take nice. a picture of you in your new new car if you buy it. Uh, well, that's the thing the is, should do it. You didn't know me last time. I didn't have a car. I was uh, <laughs> I used to Uber to work. For I've my always house. known you with a car. Yeah, I used to Uber. Well, I had one stolen not too long ago, so yeah. for like a while I didn't have one. Uh, well, five years ago, six years ago. Anyways, I uh, <laughs> uh-huh. 
I used to Uber to work, man, and it was like literally a block away, and I, <laughs> it was like three ninety nine every time. It was great. <laughs> but I'll tell you that. what, I averaged it out. Like, so if I rent a, let's say, because insurance. Sorry, indigestion. Mm. I don't know, I didn't eat anything either. I'm like, I have, I have uh, IBS from air. Yeah, Anyways. Greg's living out his own bile. Yeah. Uh, no, the thing is, I added up what it costs for the car payment and insurance, which is ridiculous. The insurance alone is just insane. It's almost as much yeah. as the car payment. So I averaged that out, dude. If I rent a car every weekend and just F off and I Uber yeah. to work, you know, it's about the same price. Yeah, pretty much. And then I don't have to worry about insurance. That's true. So I might just chill for a bit, man, and buy a house and then just live in it. Now, the problem is if I buy a house, it's going to be far away, then I'm going to need a car. Yeah. Because right now I live like right across the street. You buy one of those camper vans. There's uh, two birds, one stone. Yeah, I know, but I have teeth. It's just weird. So I was thinking (laughs) if I get get a car first, I won't be able to get a house. But if I get a house, it's going to be too far away to get a car. I mean, I'm going to need a car. So it's a catch-22. Wow, man. Yeah, I know. But if you want to buy my car, 876-3692, I'll sell it to you. That'd be cool. Maybe we can auction it off. We should auction it off. It starts out at 20 grand. That's not bad. (laughs) Actually, I want to sell it. I don't even care. I'll just sell it for what I owe on. I don't even care. You can do it like uh, on your own. You could have a raffle. Yeah, I might. Or we could just have somebody take it into a canyon somewhere and set it on fire. That'd be great. I'm your guy. (laughs) I mean, I know a guy. Let's talk off air. All right. BS in the morning. morning. Comp 92.3, the rock station. Oh, you don't like it? Did you pay for it? Then shut the f*** up. It's BS in the morning. All right, we told you he was going to be on, and uh, man, he's a legend of comedy. He's got to be at the Orleans right here in Vegas, the 25th, which is this Saturday. Stephen Wright, how you doing, man? Good morning. How are you doing? Pretty good. Where exactly are you right now? I'm in Rhode Island visiting a friend of mine. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> when do you actually get to Vegas? Uh, on Saturday. Oh, all right. You're going to get it. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. All right, man. So, um, I, first of all, it's been a while since we talked to you. Um, how have things been going for you? I know it's been a crazy couple years or whatever. And I mean, how, how long did you take, like, did you take, did you take a hiatus? Was there a time where you didn't do anything for a while? Yeah, I didn't do a show for two years and three months. I just started doing them again about four months ago. Oh wow! But my mind, my mind never stopped. I was always writing <laughs> stuff down. You know, I, right? I can't stop my mind. I drink coffee and my mind goes nuts, and then I just start writing whatever's in my head. <laughs> but it was, uh, you know, it was it was weird not doing it for that long. But when I went back to doing it, it was like I had done it week ago right wow. right yeah that's well i mean a guy like you who's been doing it for so long i can imagine do, do you now i know you have a lot of time off and a lot of time to do other stuff so like i mean is there anything in your like how close is your personal life to your you know your stage persona like are you like this just when you talk to people but then all of a sudden you're like running around doing math and stuff when nobody's around <laughs> or, you know like are yeah. you like a totally different yes, person yes i do meth i bet uh, every uh, meth Coke, meth, Coke. <laughs> That's why everybody comes to Vegas. <laughs> right. You, you know, uh, I'm yeah, sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. I, I want to talk to you about you as well, but I just saw this documentary recently, and you were actually in it, so I wanted to ask you about it. Have you seen the uh, completed George Carlin documentary? Did you watch the whole thing? 
I saw the first half. I haven't seen the second half, but uh, they did a great job, don't you think? I, I thought so too, man. It was pretty interesting. We actually had his daughter on uh, to talk about it, Kelly. You know, before it came on. Oh, good. Yeah, great. And uh, I was surprised. Actually, I wasn't surprised. But when I saw you in it, it was kind of cool because it's like you know the guys like you in it. There was like newer guys like Bill Burr in it. It was like cool to see what comics thought of of, of George, you know, and and what it was like growing up. And you remind me of a lot of like early George. You know, like when he was like kind of coming up with things just about everyday life for people and stuff like that. Is that something you identified with when you were coming up? Yeah, yes. Well, he's one of the reasons I wanted to be a comedian from seeing him on the Tonight Show and I had his albums and everything, and uh, he was very influential on me. And then, so when I started doing comedy, I would talk about everyday mundane little things like he did. Right. And exactly. Absolutely influenced. I would do something different with it, but all that stuff everyone deals with, that boring stuff, <laughs> my whole act is based on that. <laughs> now, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, great. We're talking to Stephen Wright, uh, a comedian you can see on this weekend over at the Orleans, uh, June 25th. That's the, the Saturday. Hey, uh, you know, I was gonna, also going to ask you, like, okay, so you have comedians, obviously, you looked up to coming up. I saw a lot of like, I want to say Stephen Wright esque comedians, you know, over the last, I don't know, twenty years or so that started coming around. Does that does that bother you at all? Like, hey man, that guy stole my act, you know? No, because you know, like, I was influenced by Carlin, so it's weird that I actually influenced someone. Because when you're not when you're doing it, you're just trying to get the next joke. You're trying to. In the clubs, then you go on TV. You're not thinking that some younger guy is going to be watching you and being influenced, but that's just what happens. Right, right. As long as they don't steal like your actual jokes, I guess. <laughs> right. No, they're not the not the joke. It's, it's the style. But everyone's influenced by everyone else. But getting back to Carl, and he's the all-time, in my opinion, him and Richard Pryor are the top guys. Yeah. No, I totally agree, man. I, I think Carlin's in a. I think Carlin's in his own league because of how many different stages he had. Like he had the counter, he had the you know the quirky stuff. Then he had the counterculture stuff. And then he had the very angry you know stage of his career. Like he yeah. had so many different stages of his career. And he was great in all of them. So, yes, yeah. exactly. And he must have done about sixteen HBO. <laughs> I know it's Nobody, incredible. Nobody's come close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got turned on to him with the uh, live at Carnegie Hall. Uh, that was uh, oh, yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, that's in the documentary, right? Yes, yeah. yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about uh, like in the early '80s. Um, when I was a kid, I saw you on the uh, Johnny Carson show. Man, what was it like to be hanging around with Johnny Carson back in the in the heyday of the Tonight oh, Show? I mean, that show changed my whole life. The producer Peter LaSalle saw me in a little club and came. Massachusetts, and he, two weeks later, I was on that show, and my whole life changed. That easy, at the huh? Time, there was it was only like three networks. Then. Right. HBO was just starting. Showtime was just starting. But I would watch the Tonight Show since I was sixteen, and that's where I would see Carlin and Robert Klein and all these guys. Yeah. And it was my dream to go on there. So to actually, actually, really go on there was 
still the highlight of my career was going on there still to this day. Yeah, that's amazing. I remember my favorite part of the Tonight Show was always the comedians. I remember watching Rodney Dangerfield on there and he just, oh. I mean, that guy could kill you. Yeah. It's just so well, funny. Is man. this true? Like, I know comics always say this about the Carson. Like, if he liked you, he'd tell you to come over and sit down. But if he didn't, he just never <laughs> t- you hear from him again. Is that is that true? <laughs> I don't know about never hearing from him. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, he'd give you an okay thing, you know, an right. okay sign. But I was lucky enough he had me sit down on the first time. Wow, I was yeah. really lucky. That's crazy. All right, we're talking to Stephen Wright, also uh, obviously legendary comedian. I wanted to uh, ask you, too, I mean, a little side thing here. Do you, are you, You're a sports guy, right? You're from Boston. You're a Red Sox fan? Yes. Did you, yes. Watch, the, did you watch the finals? Did you, uh, were you a, you a Celtics fan also? I'm not a big baseball basketball fan but i watched all the finals of it and uh i thought they were they was great that they even went that far no one expected that no not at all in fact when the series started they were up 2-1 at one point i was like wow they're gonna win this whole thing and then something happened whatever (laughs) yeah that fourth game if they had won that fourth game that would have been it but but it was just crazy from how they started to even get to that point. Absolutely, man. No, totally. Well, dude, I know you're you're a busy man, and a lot of people want to talk to you. But we want to thank you for joining us, and just thank make sure you, so you go much, see uh, Stephen Wright this Saturday at the Orleans, June 25th. And uh, man, when we can have guests again, please come in and see us sometime. And I'd love to have you in here. Yeah, I'd love to go in there. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Good have a great day, to you guys. You, thanks a lot. You too, bud. Thanks, Take care, man. man. Okay. More rock to get your day started is coming up. You guys are going to love, love, love this. On Comp 92.3, The Rock Station. Hi, this is Stephen Wright, and uh, you're listening to BS in the Morning. That's it. Oh, man, we missed it by one break. Uh, I know, man. That would have been great. Because we, okay, we have this thing called a rotator. Yeah. So there's a bunch of those in there, those rejoins. Like, hey, this is whatever. You know, you're listening to Dennis in the morning. Well, we, they play randomly, so we don't know which one's going to play. So we were thinking, man, I hope that Stephen Wright one plays when Stephen Wright's on. Yeah. And then it just happened <laughs> the one just right after. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. Hey, man, thanks to Stephen again for coming on. He was great. It was really yeah. cool. Cool dude, man. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Dude, I had to do my first refund. On uh, Etsy. Oh, no. <laughs> Did they leave you a bad Yelp? <laughs> no. She sent me a message. I got excited because I got like two more orders this morning. But one of them she did on accident. Oh. And I could tell because it was the same picture and it was like right 30 seconds later. Yeah. So I, I refunded it. And I was like, oh, oh. whatever. But uh, you're a good business I know. Owner. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. The Etsy thing, <laughs> it's not going so bad. I mean, look, it's not going great. I've had it for like two weeks and I think I'm up to like 300 something dollars. Yeah. How's that not great? I mean, you know, I was expecting thousands. What, are you a known photographer? I was expecting millions. By well, now. That's what you expect. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I was realistic. That's $300 more than <laughs> I thought you'd have. Well, the thing is, like, this account, the, the equipment for this stuff is so expensive. Oh, no, I understand. Like, I'm, I'm like, still four grand away from paying for this camera, you know? No, I get it. But I could go on there and find a very similar picture on Google. No, you can't. And just save it. No, you can't. Same. No, you can't. I didn't say exactly. It's no, I'm saying you won't be able to get the high res though. It'll be. I don't uh, need a high res. I'm just keeping it on be my garbage. Phone. Oh well, then these people are printing them out. No, oh. they make prints. Oh, that's dumb. You'd be able to tell a huge difference between prints no, and I'm a sure. regular. Well, yeah, you're going to lose in the yeah, quality of the, the pixels and whatever. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. I uh, I keep thinking about going out on the weekends, but I need a new lens. And dude, I'm so sick of buying. You just stuff. got a new lens. No, I got a new camera. The lens, yeah, oh. the lens I got was for portraits. Oh. If I want to do Astro, which is well, what I like to do. Well, go do portraits. 
I know. I don't well, want that's the thing. I, well, oh, I forgot to tell you. So I remember I had a, had a, a boudoir shoot a while back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and the girls, yeah, I showed you some of those pictures. Yeah, yeah. And the girls were giving each other mouth hugs and stuff. I just got hired to do another boudoir shoot. No way. Yeah, it's Griage. Well, Griage did, not me. Dude. But Griage got hired. He's got two girls mm. that are interested, and they want to go into a hotel Whoa. and get down to their lingeries wow. and get pictures taken. Dang. So we'll see. Well, if they're going to rent a hotel for the day, maybe you should be like, hey, well, uh, since you already paid for it. Uh, oh, I'm, not, I'm just going to sleep uh, there. I'm going to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once they leave. <laughs> Why don't you two girls go ahead and uh, lay your heads down for a little rest? Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, last time, I'm telling you, they were, uh, these are different girls, but man, right. last time they were really going at it. So I'm hoping that uh, something, I, only because Griage wants to have quality photos, not because it's a sexual it's, thing. It's all professional. Yeah, Griage is a very professional guy. Yeah. So when he's there, you know, taking these shots, like sometimes you have to touch things to like move them in the right place of to course. get the right shot. Yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah. Like, if I'm playing DJ, let's say, I can sure, get sure. Mo- motion blur on it right. with the lens. Well, yeah, it's an action photo. And it's like an action photo. It's exactly yeah. it. You see, yeah. a, like, a, a, a running back running across the field with the ball, and they catch a picture of him in yeah, yeah, mid-stride. Yeah. That's kind of... That's exactly you know. it. Like, I'll be playing DJ, and her uh, her uh, her speed bag will be, like, yeah. kind of blurred. Mid-stride. Yeah. Stride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely come you know. back with a report on this boudoir shoot when Well, yeah, happens. man. I mean, you know, we're all interested in your art and your craft. Exactly. Your arts you know, and crafts. You know, Griage actually um, uh, bought some condoms. Uh, just just to be professional, in you case. know what I mean. Just to make sure, just in case. It's like you buy a hazmat suit when you go, you know, clean up like yeah. biodegradable stuff. Right, man. He bought some rubbers for his boudoir shoe. Yeah, no one leave home without them. <laughs> I can't wait for this. <laughs> BS in the morning. BS in the morning. I just go home and drink testosterone. Comp ninety two point three, the rock station. You know, I wanted to play that other thing, Greg, but I'm a known stupid face. That's a Jew story. I'm going to play it. Go for it. Now we're going to give you stuff, prizes all around. Take it now and you. I'm glad I did. Hey, good job. (laughs) (laughs) 876-3692 if you want to get in right now for some Joe Rogan tickets. Oh, exciting. See his comedy Whatever. Stylings? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go, man. Uh, what I'm going to do is ask Dennis some questions, and you got to tell me if he knows the answer or not. It's pretty simple stuff. Okay. Uh, it's going to be about comedy this time, comedy movies. Oh. Since Dennis never watches anything, I don't know anymore, but we'll see. Somehow he still knows stuff, so. Yeah. Uh, let's go with caller number three. Number three. Hello, caller Hello, three. Hello, caller. What's your name? All right. Good job. Don't you never come back around here. Who's this? Hey, it's Martin. Hey, Martin. Hey, Martin. Here you go. You got to get two in a row. I'm going to ask uh, Dennis questions. You tell me if he knows it. Sorry, I had right. some modulation in my ear there. Yeah, All it's right. a little more. It's, it's weird. It's getting yeah, worse. It sounds crazy. All right, who is the uh, richest comedian in the USA? This is uh, estimated $920 million this guy has. Does Dennis know this? I'm going to say no. Dennis. Jerry Seinfeld. Yes, it is. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. All right. Who's, Who's this? this? Hey, my name's Mark. Hey, Mark. All right, Mark. I'll give you uh, within $5 million, Dennis, if you can get this. Okay. How much money did actor Will Ferrell turn down to do Elf 2? Will Dennis know this? 
I gotta say no. Dennis, within five million. Twenty-two million. Ooh, you're wrong. It was twenty-nine. Ah. You're within two. So, all right, there you go. One more. Yeah, there you go, man. All right. There you go. All Good right. Luck. Which Friends actor starred alongside Gwyneth Paltrow in the 1996 rom-com The Pallbearer? Will Dennis know this? Mm, I'll say no again. Dennis? Matthew Perry. No, it was uh, David Schwimmer. You are a winner, sir. You're going to I see Joe know Rogan. Nothing. That's right. Go, get, right. You, go get your differ- d- this information fresh. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Joe Rogan, MGM Grand Garden Arena. <laughs> July 1st. BS in the morning. BS in the morning. Wait a minute. This isn't missionary. Comp 92.3, the rock station. Hey, it's Rob Cordry. You're listening to BS in the Morning. We did it. I got some good news, Dennis. Uh-oh. Specifically for you. Oh. You know how they have those days where it's like, this is National Pizza Day. Just or, one of those days. No, not that one. Oh. When I don't want to wake up, everything is uh, bleep. Anyways, Limp Biscuit. So, today is not National Pizza Day. It's not National Puppy Day. All right, all right, all right. It's not National Cupcake Day. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. It's National Selfie Day! Oh, Greg's yeah. favorite damn thing to do in the world. Yeah! You take as many pictures of yourself yeah. as a 12 year old girl. Ah, that's not true at all. I don't you know, post all selfies. All day long, you got that thing up in the air. I don't post selfies. You're a weirdo. I'm not saying you post them, I'm saying you take them. Oh, I use it for a mirror. <laughs> Wait, let's do the. <laughs> I'm going to do my Greg smile. I got to flare the nostrils. We're over here taking selfies, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I just took 30 selfies yeah. in a row over here. So, And I'll tell you this, probably a 99% chance he's going to be like, I don't like any of these. Let's do it again. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah. All right, let's do it again. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it keeps... I don't want this on. You know what you look like. All right, here you go. Yeah! Why is it doing that? Do you have an Apple phone? Off. I don't even know how to use this thing. Here we go. Here we go again. Oh, Dennis looks good. Yeah. He's doing the Greg face. All right. You can go to uh, uh, Happiest yeah. in the Morning. I just realized I was talking with the microphone to the back yeah. of my head for about 10 minutes. We knew. So I was taking hey, selfies there. I uh, want you to post every one of those. Do you love there. selfies, Dennis, or you I don't think like them? stupid. Why? I just don't. Why don't you don't like know. them? Why don't you like liver and onions? You just don't. I don't know, but I like hot chicks. Yeah. So if they take selfies, you don't like it? You can do whatever you want. I don't. Oh. But do you like looking at other girls' selfies that are no. hot? I don't understand the allure of sitting there and taking pictures of yourself and then sh- sharing it with everybody. Look at me. I mean, that's I the whole like point I did of yesterday. Instagram is pictures, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, I, I thought just, it was supposed just, to be for photos. I just think it's a little much. Will you post a selfie ever? Like, you no. don't ever post a selfie? No. What, what about what with I, you and your kids or something? You don't post selfies? It's not, it's not a selfie. It's a picture of me and my kids. Well, I'm saying if you're holding it, it's a selfie. Right. Nah. No? You don't do those? No. Well, you can go to BS in the morning. I'll put our selfie up there. It's National Selfie Day. <laughs> See, I hope you're a, as excited as we are. I got your back because it's a day. It's a nationally recognized holiday. Something's selfie going day. on with these pictures, man. I don't understand why it's yeah. messing them up. Take another one. Uh, all right, here's the last one. All right, all right. Last selfie. I don't know what's going on with this Thank camera. God. Hold on. Hang on. I'm getting my Greg face. All right, ready. get your Greg face on. Right. Ready? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Who knows? It's National Selfie Day. (laughs) 
Line up the rock because it's gonna get loaded real soon. It is not noise. It is music. Comp 92.3, the rock station. Take me, take me, I'm free. Take me home, take me, I'm free. I'll be gone, and I'm just for you. Pretty much. Yeah, you know, 876-3692. <laughs> if you want to go see the uh, the Aces... Las Vegas Aces the Las tonight. Vegas Aces taking on the Chicago incredible, Sky. incredible basketball players that uh, couldn't beat me in Huff, but I mean, we're pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to get in right now, we were going to do something. I think. What are they going to do? I forget now. Uh, well, we're going to ask. Uh, we're going to have you go against the fifth man. <laughs> basketball oh, trivia. Oh, I love it! I love it. Yeah, you I like can that? Feel the competition already. <laughs> oh God, it's coming out of my pores. I love this. Oh, there's a lot of stuff coming out of his pores, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's not my pores. All right, oh. let's go. Who we got? Oh, yeah, it's me. Uh, let's go with. Uh, what do you like, man? Caller number want? two. All right. So you, uh, what do you want to go like first to four? Or something? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Oh, oh, and good. They left. Let's go How about you? Who's this? Other one. Wow. Oh, oh not okay. a doubt. Man, the phones are on. Good. That's good. <laughs> Let's try it again, shall we? Hey. Do we have somebody finally? Hey, what's up, guys? Pogo hey. J. All right, Pogo J. Can barely hear you, man. Are you in a car? Um, actually, I'm in the dock. One of these loading docks. Now it's better. I can hear you better now. Let me close cool. my doors, man. Let me close my doors. Yeah, right. that'd be a good idea. It might sound better. Hold on, guys. <laughs> I love it. Much better. All right, cool. All right, cool. You get to go first. We're going to do a basketball trivia. Yeah, you just ready? random you're gonna, basketball you're going trivia. You're going against me. Go for it. All, All right, right, man. Your first question. And you can steal if somebody gets it wrong. Sorry. Go I'm just going to go in order. The famous basketball player, Dr. J, was, uh, what is his original name? What's that? Can you repeat that? I'm sorry. What's Dr. J's real name? Julius Irving. That is correct. Yeah, look at you. All right, Greg. Right, one nothing. What? All right, your turn. In 2000, in the 2000s, who was the first player to record back-to-back 50-point games? In the 2000s? Yeah. Uh, was it Kobe? No. You can steal, Jay. You, you want, want to steal? I'll try to steal. Um, and what, what year was that, I'm sorry? It says in the 2000s. In the 2000s, 2000s. Um, uh, Allen Iverson? I don't know. No, Anton Jameson. Oh, wow. Was it really? Yeah. That's weird. All right. All right. You're up, Jay. Uh, Jay's turn. Who was the first player uh, to win eight NBA scoring titles? MJ, Michael Jordan. That is correct. Damn, man. Hey, man, I'm going down the list, bro. (laughs) Sucks to be Salerno. Yeah, it does. Let's go. Uh, In China, the red oxen means what? Are you kidding right now? No. Can I get a Michael Jordan question? All right. uh, The red oxen. Is it a person's name? Is that what you're asking me? Oh. In China, the red oxen is what? I don't know. Basketball. Well, they, 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 that's what they call the Chicago Bulls. Uh, it was almost a Jordan Well, he, he could have he stolen. Oh, sorry. I all blew right, it. Jay, you're up. I'm you're dumb. up 2 I'm dumb. It's all right. Jay. Yeah. All right. The number of players in a court from one team. <laughs> is this for real? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you can... All right, Jay. Go ahead. How many players on the court for one team? Yeah. Uh, five? 
That is correct. <laughs> this is so stupid. All right, this Three one. Three nothing. I know you got this one, Greg. Uh, what's the uh, element in uh, uh, what? Yeah. How many dots are on it? No. Uh, Red Auerbach, or Auerbach, was the coach of which team between Celtics. 1950 and 66? Boston Celtics. Yeah. All right, you are correct. Jay, your turn. Three to one. All right. The first African-American to play NBA games was, what was their name? The first African-American to play NBA games. Oh, man, you got me there. Oh. Got you. Greg? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, man, Chris Rock. Uh, Earl Lloyd. Oh, all right. My turn. What was the man's name? <laughs> Players contact allowed or not during a basketball match. What does that mean? I don't know. Is there make... contact allowed? Is that what you're saying? That's, that's, yeah, that's what it says. I mean, yeah, there's contact. says no. <laughs> what? Yeah, it says no. Players yeah. contact allowed or not during the basketball. It says no. All right, whatever. It's his turn. Yeah. He could have stole it. All right. It's your turn. Okay. All right, Jay. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It is weird. The player... What? Okay, so when a player scores a point, what do they call it? When a player scores a point, they call it... Uh... Uh, a basket. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Yeah, you win, dude. There you go. <laughs> Congratulations. What dude. questions did I get? Hey, dude. man, I went right down the oh, line. Oh, my God. Let me give you one more, Greg. <laughs> yeah, give me one more just to like, help my ego a little bit. All right. Uh, what happens if a player fails to dribble while moving? Traveling. Says possession is giving to the opposing yeah, team. Yeah, it's called traveling. All right, well. Whatever, You man. got one. I Feel know. good about yourself. Stupid. Siri, Alexa, and Google love playing rock. Really? And what the actual f*** is the sticky substance all over the TV in my room? I mean, really? Let's rock. Comp 92.3. I'm going to bed. Good night. The Rock Station.